Hey, you're listening to your first episode, a podcast where I help people around the world get over their fears and start their own creative, interesting, and important podcasts. Together, we record your first episode. I'm Alex Blumenstein. You can reach me at alex at bloomlabs.me or my website, bloomlabs.me. I'm also on pretty much all social media at bloomto. If you're eager to start your own podcast, visit yourfirstepisode.com and apply to be on the show. Today, I'm speaking with Tyler Martin in San Jose, California. Tyler is a CPA by training. After selling his first business, he took over an engineering services firm and sold that for $16 million. Through his career, he's worked with over 1,000 business owners, and now he's working as a business coach and starting the podcast Thinking with Tyler to interview business owners on the nitty-gritty of running a business, covering topics from making your first hire to selling your company. Hey, Alex, thanks for having me today. I'm really excited to be talking with you. Yeah, I'm really excited to be uh, speaking with you as well. So let's just like get into it and say, who are you? Yeah, so Alex, I'm a business coach. Uh, my background, I started out uh, as a CPA, a certified public accountant in the States, and uh, did that for the first uh, 10 or 15 years of my career working with small businesses primarily, and uh, really enjoyed it and decided one day I woke up and I decided I wanted to start my own firm. And I started a, a practice and uh, built it to about 200 business clients. And after about five years into it, I, uh, one of my clients was starting an engineering services firm and he, we had become friends and gotten to know each other really well. And, and he said, Hey, uh, would you be interested in coming and joining my company? And I said, you know, if, uh, if, if my practice, if, if I could sell it and it made sense for me, um, I, I definitely consider it. And so I put my practice on the market and, uh, sold it in a couple of weeks. I had like wow. four or five offers. Yeah. It was really kind of crazy. It's kind of sometimes fate, you know, how yeah. things play out and they're just meant to be. And, uh, I joined his company and after a couple of years at his company in a, in a, in a finance capacity, uh, he was raising five kids and he really wasn't able to come to the office a lot. He wanted <laughs> to enjoy the time with his wife raising kids. And, uh, I, we got into a conversation about, I wasn't really thinking it was playing out how I had in planned because his, his point of being of, of me come joining the business was so he had more time for business development and it wasn't really playing out that way. So what we decided is that I would take over and run his company. And, um, I was complaining a lot about, uh, things not getting done. And, and, and ultimately he said, well, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and, uh, and see what you could do. And so for the next eight years, uh, grew the business from about 5 million in revenue at the lowest to we got to 27 million in revenue um, before we sold it. So that uh, that was kind of my claim to fame over my career. I built a couple businesses. I've sold a couple businesses. And now for the last few years, I've been working with business owners in terms of strategizing and helping them grow their own businesses. I've been able to do it myself and I've built that into a process. And now that's what I do uh, professionally. Sure. Can, can you maybe give me like a little bit of a taste of what that means to coach uh, a business owner or a CEO? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, what I find happens in my clientele is business owners oftentimes are really good at what they do. Um, you know, whether that be a, a professional service or a trade service, they're really good at it. And they usually can start a business that way. And oftentimes they'll even start fast because they're working off a referral network or people talk about them, uh, the service they provide as being so good, but they tend to hit a wall or they tend to become really inefficient in their processes. They just get to a point where I call it stuck. And, um, 
So clients will often come to me and they're just stuck. They're like, hey, I've had the same numbers for three years. Um, I feel like I've flattened out. I'm putting in 50 to 70 hours a week. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll, so that's what that look like. And then we'll talk through that in terms of what's really the problem. Because sometimes underneath, there's a lot of different problems and they focus around a certain key set of three components. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So let's get into what the actual podcast is about. Um, yeah. you know, I, 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 I would have d- d- dove deeper into your, your business coaching, but that's not what this is about. Um, but, uh, another time. So the podcast itself, what are you going to do? Yeah. So w- I'm very passionate about small business, business oh. owners. It's what excites me and solving problems in that area and helping companies grow. I think, you know, that's, that's what I've been able to do over my career. So what my goal with the podcast and, and I've got a five guests lined up so far that I think are all fascinating. It's around small business ownership. It's around business owners that have uh, either had failures or have had successes or sharing their stories of, of what got them to where they are today. And um, I've, I've done a couple test uh, episodes so far. And and for me, and I think who my audience will be, it'll be fellow business owners. I think it'll be really exciting. I think they'll 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 get a lot out of. There'll be takeaways in terms of the audience being able to take something away of what someone did to either overcome or maybe what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. And that that was actually a question of mine. What kind of concrete takeaways do you think your audience will will come up with? Come out with? Yeah. So I think um, so. Oftentimes. Uh, where business owners tend to get stuck are, are revolving around thing, three things. It's time, team, and money. And so oftentimes it might be a time management uh, thing that they'll pull away from it. It might be employee engagement. A lot of times there's high tone turnover within uh, small businesses. It might be more on the monetary side. It might be not focusing their uh, growth in the right direction for high high margin business. It might be in terms of cash flow, managing cash better. I know every time I meet with a client, as well as a, just a business owner in my practice, there's always something in there that that's an educational moment for people to learn from that that pretty much overlap in in many businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I hear you. I love small business, um, yeah. and I love business generally. I've listened to lots of podcasts about business. But that kind of brings me to the point, there are a lot of podcasts about business. So what do you do to set yourself apart? How do you make your podcast something that people really want to listen to? Yeah, it's a great question. I think for me, I want it to be punchy. I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And if I have uh, one critique of them is um, sometimes the guests will really kind of go on for a long time. Sure. And uh, I, you know, and I think it's out of respect. Uh, the host is trying to be respectful and they'll carry on for 10 or 15 minutes on one topic. And I'll kind of tend to move on to the next podcast or drone right. out. My goal is to keep it punchy. And and I think it's my style. I, okay. I, I, I tend to have a little bit of a punchy style and, and I'm hopeful and, you know, I haven't replicated it yet, but I'm hopeful the audience will find that it's a fast moving show that has, uh, uh, snippets of information through the the twenty to thirty minute engagement, and they'll walk away with something that's actionable. Uh, in in my test runs, I've had at the end, I've said, "Can you summarize of the guest one actionable item that you would share with right. the audience of what you've got?" And I, 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 that's 
my differentiator and I'm hopeful I can pull off. It's a very competitive space. There's no sure. doubt about it. Um, I'm also realistic to my goals though. I think yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not expecting to talk to a million people. I'm hopeful uh, my market will serve um, a very practical people in the trenches, business owners yeah. that, that want to hear that real in the trenches type uh, conversation. So, I mean, you have me excited with the way you describe it. I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, I don't necessarily need... I mean, there's podcasts you go to where you want to hear their full story, but there's other podcasts that you want to say, okay, I want to understand how you got this particular problem from A to B. So I think that can be very valuable. And if you find the right people and you take the right approach to it, I think that's super interesting. Um, something else, which I, I saw that you wrote in our pre-interview is that you said one one specific thing that you said you would talk about is how to position your business for sale. And I really like the idea of like zeroing in on one niche. And I don't know if that's like on an episode per episode basis, but I could see the whole podcast just being about that. Right. I mean, for, for myself, um, you know, my day job is I'm a co-founder in a media business and we're like super early stage. We just raised the seed round and we're scaling now, but we thought about it from the very beginning that we want to build a business that we can sell and walk away from. And I right. think that's like, there, there's a massive audience for that, that people will tune into say, okay, what is, what do I do every day that directs my business towards being sold? And that funnels down into like good operations and everything else you just mentioned. So, I mean, I, if I can give, you know, my one piece of advice, speaking from somebody who doesn't, you know, ha- hasn't built these businesses, but, you know, and just listens to a bunch of podcasts, I would focus it around that. And there's so much you can learn about that. I don't know. That's, that's super interesting to me, at least. I love your wisdom on that. And, and you, there's really like two split worlds in that, in that selling your business. So you get someone like you, and oftentimes it's in the startup world, is they're definitely thinking from day one of how, how are we going to position this, this for sale? How do we create value so someone wants to buy it? The typical business owner doesn't oftentimes think that way. In fact, it's funny because a lot of times when I'll talk to business owners and we even get into the conversation of of exiting their business, their conversation is, well, I'm not even thinking about that for 10 years. And the, the sad thing about that is it's not it's a thing to think about now, even if you're doing it 10 years from now. It's not something that you think about the week before or the year before, because if you do, you'll lose a lot of value in your business. You won't maximize the value of it. So uh, it is fascinating that you would think that's a whole topic. And I agree with you. And and maybe, you know, uh, truthfully, I think niching in my audience may be something I need to do. I'm, as this is my first episode ever. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, you know, kind of feeling the waters and seeing what makes sense uh, in terms of niching, but that that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is that, you know, the business category is a pretty big category when it comes to podcasts. Right. So finding, finding that, that, that niche, uh, I think is super valuable. And I mean, just, you know, speaking from experience, not from the podcast side, but from the business side, like there's so much to learn about it and it, you build a better business when you're building to sell. Right. And it doesn't even mean that you're, I think some people hear that and they think you're like, oh, you have one foot out the door, but that's not what it means. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to give a lot of credit to my co-founder for this because he's doing all the work, but it's like, it means you're putting a lot of systems in place. So your business runs well, it means that you can walk away from your business and it continues to operate efficiently. Right. So that's, I, I just think it's a fascinating subject and uh, subcategory in the business category. 
It is. That's a lot of wisdom. In fact, you know, one of the smartest things we did is when I took over the engineering services firm, we really talked from day one, even though we had no plan of selling the company. Everything, my mantra was, how does this correlate to someday if we ever sell the business? And what invariably happened is we kind of saw a 15, maybe 20 year run is what we were thinking originally. And eight years into it, uh, the marketplace started saying, making offers to us and, sure. and opening that world of selling. And here we were positioned to completely uh, optimize the value of the company and sell at a very good multiple because we thought that way from day one. So you, your, your wisdom's awesome and how, how you're expressing that. Glad you appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about uh, the format. Let's talk about your guests. Um, who are three of like your dream guests that you would love to have on this podcast? Dream, Dream. Uh, um, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I'd have to put the father of the four-hour work week. Um, yeah. You know, Tim Ferriss would have to be on that list. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, I listen to a lot of niche business podcasts. I probably would say Dave Ramsey, believe it or not. I think he would be fun to interview. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by how he's built probably a hundred million dollar business off the back of what started out as just doing budgeting for individuals. So that's pretty fascinating. Um, who would be another one that, that I listen to regularly? Uh, uh, trying to think if someone else sticks out in the business world that I would really be fascinated to talk with. I would say those are my top two. I don't, sure. I, the, their name, the, the next names, I don't know if they'd be that noticeable. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're both good guests. And I mean, they don't need to be podcasters. They could just be people who you want on. Um, so my follow-up question to that is what could you do to get them on? What's stopping you from reaching out and trying to try to attract them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I, I never thought that big, frankly, as it's regard in regards to guests, I kind of thought just in terms of the day-to-day -day, uh, uh, individual that's in the trenches is kind of who I identify with. And that's who excites me. I, I there's no reason. I don't have a good answer for you in terms of why I haven't reached well, shot for the stars. Let's put a pin in that for a second and talk yeah. about, you said you've already lined up some guests. Uh, yeah. Who who have you lined up? Who are you working to find? What's sort of your actual goal of, of guests right now? Yeah. So I, you know, ironically, one of them is related to an acquisition, uh, ran a business and got acquired. And I thought it was a really fascinating story. Um, so that's one, one of my guests is lined up and, and he's going to share his story around um, leading up to that acquisition. The, the interesting thing about acquisitions, to your point, and any times there's an exit is nothing ever works flawlessly. There's always little hiccups and it's in a very emotional run. So usually, in my opinion, it makes for a good story. I think it makes for an engaging story that hopefully the audience can, can grab onto. That's one. Another one is um, a gentleman that I met off LinkedIn and we were sharing stories. And one of them was around his challenges with employees. And oftentimes, uh, business owners will have high turnover, entrepreneurs. They'll have uh, hiring issues, especially um in, in better economic times, it'll be hard to fire, find people that are at the caliber that you'd want for your business. And it just turned into a really engaging conversation that I think he has a lot to share with the audience in terms of how he over, how he overcame that and ended up building a really strong 50-person company. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's funny. Like, I think either of those could be full podcasts like themselves, like hiring. That alone could be a full podcast. Again, like, for, for, for my business, like right now, we're in the process of making our first outside hire, right? And it's like, we've never done this before. And having that resource would be fantastic to say, okay, 
how do you hire somebody? How do you get good inbounds to begin with, right? Like that's all things that if you've never done it before, it's very complicated and it's a huge risk you're taking. So, right. I mean, it, it's something I'd love to learn more about and could listen to episode after episode about it if you're building a business, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's funny you keep bringing that up. I actually had a conversation today yeah. uh, with someone and he's and his position was very similar to yours is he said, you really need to think about niching. Do what you're doing now build an audio or build a, a podcast base, get used to it, get comfortable with it, but really give consideration to how you want to niche and, and listen to your marketplace, listen to what you're hearing as you're talking to guests. And then I think you're going to need to make a decision in the next month, six months, whatever, and decide where that niche of your market is. Cause you're going to have a really hard time was his comment sure. uh, in terms of building an audience. If you stay too wide, like I'm Absolutely. frankly doing out the gate. Yeah. Well, I mean, take, take this podcast as an example. I mean, I could just say, I want to start a podcast that talks to interesting people. And that's what this really is, but it's not positioned as that it's got a hook. It's something, you know, it's, it's, so I I would recommend you, you, you look at that, but definitely start with the people you've lined up and uh, see where you end up. Um, Talk about guests for a second, or sorry, talk about audience. Uh, describe your your who's your ideal listener. You kind of mentioned somebody in the trenches, paint, paint, paint a bigger picture of that. I mean, I think my ideal listener is going to be someone that's facing a lot of the problems that I intend to talk about. They're overworked. They're not able to go to Johnny's baseball game. Um, they're giving up a family event on the weekends because their employees called in sick or their employee called in sick. Um, they're worried about how they're going to pay two payrolls from now uh, if cash doesn't come in the door. Um they're thinking about where, you know, they're, they're spread out by a bunch of what they consider C-rated customers, and they're not really sure how they can improve the quality of their customers as well as their margins. As we wrap up, something I've asked all of our guests is to set a goal with me. Um, for you, what I think your goal should be, and I want to hold you accountable to it, is to reach out to one of your two dream guests uh, and do it next week. Hmm. Okay. Are you willing to do that? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I well, I'll even do you one better. I, I got to come up with a third one because I did oh, limit it. Yeah. To, I did limit to, to podcasts. Um, hmm. I probably would include in my mix, Mark Cuban. I have a okay. lot of respect for him in terms yeah. of how he's built businesses. So I, I'll add a third one and, and I'll definitely take a shot at it. Amazing. If you get Mark Cuban on your podcast, you're you're going places. <laughs> Can't hurt to try, right? Yeah. No, you may shoot your shot, right? Go for it. Um, so Tyler Martin, thanks for recording your first episode with us. Uh, this was fantastic. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you, Alex. It was a great interview. I really appreciated your time and your questions are thought-provoking, enjoyable experience. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your first episode and Tyler's very first episode of Thinking with Tyler, which should be available on podcast players any day now. You can reach Tyler at tyler at thinktyler.com or visit his website, thinktyler.com. I want to hear from anyone and everyone who's listening. Email me, alex at bloomlabs.me or on social at bloomto. Visit yourfirstepisode.com if you want to record with me. Thanks for listening. <laughs>